Are you ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Hello and welcome to today's show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement on the empowerment channel of Voice America, the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all my listeners in the United States and Canada, but I know there's also listeners in Europe, in France, in Australia, and even in China. So it's a global community and I love it. So anywhere you are and listening to this show, I'm grateful that you are making time for you to find out more about the topic of retirement. It's my greatest pleasure to present this series of shows and bring subjects that will help you in planning and preparing for your next chapter in life. So I'm Maria Lucasen. I'm a certified retirement coach and I help women find joy and meaning in retirement. Ideally, we make plans before starting the next phase in life. But for me, after working for over 40 years, I want to be able to do what I want, when I want and where I want. At the same time, I see how opening up about this next chapter in my life Uh, It has given many women a new perspective about retiring, and I am compelled to use my voice to bring awareness and motivate women to choose a vibrant lifestyle in their next chapter. That is what I feel is the legacy that I want to leave. So if uh, you are um, ready to go from boredom to flourishing in your next chapter, I have a 90-day program that will help you unlock your activity blocks and turn your ideas into action so that you stop spinning and start creating the happy retirement lifestyle that you want now in 2023. So if you have been sitting on the edge of inaction and have been wanting to live a meaningful new chapter that is joyful and vibrant, but have not yet found how to shift into your new identity that inspires you every day, then this 90-day program is for you. It's a group program and you can get more information from me when you email me at Maria at blissful-retirement.com. So that said, let's start with the first part of our talk show today. And that is, as always, the affirmation for this week. So anybody new that doesn't know what an affirmation is, it's the beginning point on the path to change. In essence, you're saying to your subconscious mind, I am taking responsibility 
I'm aware that there is something I can do to change. When I talk about doing affirmations, I mean consciously choosing words that will either help eliminate something from your life or help create something new in your life. So today's affirmation is clarity dictates our perspective and our perspective dictates our experience. Get more clarity in your life. This is from Andy Pudicombe, and he's the co-founder of Headspace. And Headspace is a program, an app that has meditations. So for today, our topic is talking about how meditation can benefit you when you are growing older and um yeah and there are all those little things that come up when we have a certain age that meditation can be a wonderful tool and process to help you in in many areas of your life and you will find out later when we're talking how that all is going to work but i would love to introduce you to today's speaker her name is dr three melet hello three how are you doing i'm very well uh, maria thank you so much for having me on um it's an honor to be here and speak to your listeners thank, thank you, again. you yes uh dr three is a public health researcher and she is a transformational life coach. She has created uh, Freeing Ourselves, a program and a website to help her clients stop the continuous questioning of their value, to quiet the unrelenting critic in their mind and to help them step into the highest and best version of themselves. Is that not what we want to live our next chapter in life, being the best version of ourselves and enjoying it? So, Dr. Three, how did you get thinking about meditation? What was it that caused you to, to look into meditating and, and start using it. Thank you for the question, Maria. And this is an interesting because a lot of people think, um, uh, you can't see my face, but uh, from my name, you might recognize that I am uh, from India, uh, the home of yoga and uh, also um, arguably the home of meditation, the birthplace of both yoga and meditation in, in a certain sense. Um, but I didn't grow up uh, using meditation or doing yoga for that matter. Um, it was not until I was well into, I would say, my 30s or 40s, 30s, late 30s, um, when I was busy with my doctoral program, I was also working. I had two kids, uh, teenagers, um, and I had a, a, a physician husband who was very busy. So life was stressful. And I remember this one day um, I was driving down, my kids were in the car and something had happened. The interesting thing is I don't know what it was that had set me off. 
but I was stressed and I suddenly noticed the chatter in my head, right? You're not always aware of how much of a conversation goes on in your head and you almost have no control over it. And I suddenly noticed it. It was as if I suddenly became the observer of the conversation and the listener uh, instead of being completely mired in it. And I remember a part of me saying, oh my God, I wish you would just shut up. And there was this yearning for for a sense of peace and quiet. Um, and given the, the amount of stress that I was under with everything that was going on in my life, um, it was evident that I needed something more than what I was. I had a routine like of prayer and things, but I knew that I needed more. And so I started exploring meditation um, and began to use various. I started off with a meditative technique that is promote that is taught by a, a late professor at Berkeley called. And in that you just use a prayer that you know or that you like. I use the, the St. Francis of Assisi prayer which is what he he recommends you start with and you just start focusing on each word as you you know you may be listeners may be familiar with the talking about meditation that focuses on the breath or an object like a flame in this case he promotes a focusing on the word and the meaning of the word and being fully in, enmeshed in that and then becoming aware of when you wander away and bringing yourself back and I found that extremely effective for, for, for a time. Uh, but then it began to lose its, uh, once the, the verse and the, the prayer became extremely familiar, it became more and more difficult to focus on the word. And so I started exploring other, other modalities of meditation. I did Shambhala meditation training. Um, I did various things, um, various mind-body techniques. And I then began to, uh, I got trained as a coach in, in, in multiple modalities, and I began to recognize that there is an easier way to, to get people to this still quiet center that is at the core of all of our beings. And that is by helping them to get fully present in their bodies. And so I developed my own uh, technique um, and um, I began actually using it uh, help, you know, in at work, I started taking a, a group of my colleagues through the, through the, uh, through that meditative technique. And it was amazing how effective it was, even though we only had about 10 minutes at lunch. Yeah. Um, when we came together and we did this and we, got into the body and I call it and you go in and f listen to the core to your to that become aware of this core space inside you where mm -hmm. there's always a sense of quietness and always a sense of well-being and you mm -hmm. have access to it any time of the day right um, so I found that it was extremely effective and then once you're in that space you can do a lot um, when you, um, so what my meditations do is not only invite people into that space, 
but then help them to work with dispossessed parts of themselves. Like, you know, we, we push away the parts of ourselves that are angry or feel guilty or feel ashamed. Yeah. And when the, it takes a lot of energy to push all those parts away. So mm -hmm. when we are able to kind of open our hearts and bring all of these disparate, dispossessed parts of ourselves into our heart, we become much less judgmental of ourselves. We, we are mm -hmm. able to hold ourselves with love. And that yes. then translates into how you hold other people and how you can interact with other people. And right. Yes. And so, uh, th that is, I think, one of the, the, the big advantages of meditation that you get a different uh, feeling and a different perspective on uh, on yourself as well as on uh, on other people uh, life because everybody has a life and we just yes. don't often realize what's happening uh, because we only see the outside only the the surface of, of how people look like and um, you don't know what's going on in their mind and you mentioned when you how you uh thought about uh looking into the meditation uh process is when you noticed that there was this chatter in mm -hmm. your head because of all the stress in your life yes yeah. um there is many of us have stress but it doesn't show because that's how we are kind of raised and how the world likes us to to behave because nobody wants to see that somebody else is <laughs> has stress you know uh, so and 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 like that uh especially now we are growing older and aging a little bit we all had the life and we we still have stress i have many friends who are in their 60s and 70s and they have more stress now as what they had when they had a job. So can you uh, explain to our listeners a little bit about the connection between stress and aging? And then maybe uh, how the mind-body technique that you are teaching or started to teach at your, uh, with your co-workers during the, your lunch, how that can help them to relieve stress yeah so stress so aging is very related to what happens when we are aging our, our you know different parts of our body begin to function less well right in quotes mm -hmm. uh, assuming that yeah. you know diseases are more common um, mobility is reduced uh, we begin to feel more dependent on yeah. on other people, or we worry about becoming more dependent on other people. So all of this, um, um, and the, the 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 thing is that there is more than enough evidence to show that stress actually makes you more susceptible to the diseases, right? So it makes you more susceptible to to cardiovascular disease, it makes you more susceptible to gastrointestinal disease, every disease um, is moderated in some way or the other by stress. Yeah. 
So when we learn to use techniques, mind-body techniques like meditation, I also I also use EFT tapping, okay. um, visualization. When we learn to use that, we begin to work with our physiology in order to not be in a state of constant stress. One of the things that we we know about, about modern life is that even though we don't have uh, the, you know, the tiger jumping from behind a bush, which causes the fight flight freeze yeah. mechanism in our body. Yeah. We are still in a constant because of, partly because of social media, Mm -hmm. um, partly because of the the degree of information that is coming to us, and the and the degree of helplessness that that a lot of us feel in terms of what we can do about it. Yeah, there is almost a a steady state of what's called hypervigilance, right? So we are almost always in a state of some level of stress. Yeah. And that only increases our susceptibility to infections, to heart disease, to, to less, less effective monitoring of our blood sugar. All of it, every system is affected uh, by stress. So, so that's one way learning to, to handle stress will help us in, in a physical health kind of way. Mm-hmm. The other, um, I really want to share uh, a, a, an anecdote that I, uh, you know, a recent anecdote. Yes. I had, a, I have a friend uh, who is older. She's she's actually older now. I think of her as my second mom. I oh, am. Yeah. Um, she was visiting recently, and she's had a bunch of tragedies in her life recently. Her, you know, her husband died, and her son died of a Ooh. long degenerative neurological disease so so that was yeah. a, a 20 years of watching him um, deteriorate yeah. wow and and now her a very close young friend of hers has just been diagnosed with ALS um, and so it's she's um, she's 85 and we were talking and she was talking about some of the regrets you know there, there's a part of her that just wants it to end she just she just yes. wants to die yeah um, but there's also parts of her that that have a lot of regret and guilt about certain mm-hmm. things in her life and i was uh, what we did was, uh, you know, with her permission, I we wa- we worked through a tapping and meditation um, sequence. Okay. Where she was able to bring this person that she's she's she feels she's not not had a good relationship with into her heart while also holding herself in love. I think that's one of the most important things. Yes work like this you you need to be able to have self-compassion yeah and then also open your heart out to to other people yes and yes. um and i just you know she was just telling me yesterday she she's gone back home i recorded it for her and she used it uh, you know a couple of times and then she met with this person whom she had had whom she had so much regrets with and she said to me 
I had the best visit with her that I've ever had in my life. Wow. And so in in a certain sense, I feel that if I can help this person who is near the end of her life, put down that guilt, right? Lay down that sense of, oh, I mm -hmm. shouldn't have done that. And feel the peace that comes with that. That is worth doing any day of the week. <laughs> of course, that's beautiful. That's beautiful yeah. uh, that uh, you were able and to to help her and go through the process because um, many of us don't feel a lot of self-love and self-compassion yeah. um, yeah. in our life. That That's for many women the the biggest challenge uh, because we are always criticizing ourselves and looking to what others have and are doing and uh, always having the feeling that we are coming short in many yeah, we're ways. We're not good enough. We're not. Yes, exactly, exactly. So if you helped her see that, even with having this the the, the guilt and the feeling that she uh had been wrong with a certain person and that is something that she regretted of, of uh would regret if she she couldn't solve that or um with this person um that is just and and let her know that she still is good that she still is yes. fine yes. uh by going through that that's awesome that's so and, and that is uh, what I hope that many people get. Um, we all have our own situations and we all have done uh, good things in life. We might have been at one time or another, maybe not as, uh, as nice as we would love to, but there is mm -hmm. nothing wrong with us. And there's definitely nothing wrong with... Um, contacting that person that you feel that you did not treat well yeah and, and and the important thing to know is that you don't always have to contact the other person when your energy changes yeah. when the way you hold that person changes they will feel this is not you know it might sound woo woo but it really is true that when when the way you hold someone changes, they can feel it. The, we, the, there is communication across time and space yes. that, that, can, that can help you get to a place of peace. So yes. the, the, the other thing that I, that I do with, so that's a very uh, concrete example of how I use meditation and, and other mind-body techniques in order to help people really begin to bring all these parts of ourselves that we don't want to look at, that we want to push away, that we feel ashamed of, or we feel scared to look at because that doesn't make us feel good. So we, it's almost like all of these other parts of us that we don't like are in our peripheral vision. Yeah. So we are aware of them. Mm -hmm. but we dare not look directly at them. And what mm -hmm. I help people do is bring them into our vision and and feel comfortable and safe doing that and then hold them 
hold the hold all of those versions of us with love because when we do that we then also hold we stop judging other people that much right we because we are not we are always projecting things about ourselves that we don't like onto other people so when we start judge not judging ourselves so much and we are at peace people around us can sense it and they they begin to feel safer and more stable and steady in themselves and that is one of the um biggest gifts of this work that i do and because it it doesn't only affect that individual it affects everyone around them and everyone who they are interacting with it's not something that you do once and you're you're done these this is work that we continue to do throughout our lives but the more you do it at peace you are and then you are able to do whatever you know like you were talking about how does you know what do you want to do in retirement and and become much more productive become much more able to dream of bigger things because there isn't all of this weight weighing you down you you become lighter and in a sense more able to fly uh into your dream spaces right yes exactly um yeah i i i like very much when you mentioned that um when when we are um not happy with ourselves when we do not want to look at um why we are uh, feeling not happy with ourselves like you mentioned uh you we do not like everything of ourselves because we might be ashamed of something that happened or whatever uh, we feel guilty about but if that is how you feel that is somewhere in your energy and that energy is picked up by anybody uh, who you see physically but also like you mentioned in the big space of life and the world Um, and so for that reason that if you are feeling good about somebody because you came to peace with him after um um thinking about him and 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 um maybe uh telling him what happened or why something happened in 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 a certain way he will pick that up because your vibration will go across yes yes so and we don't realize that we see ourselves in our little confined area really uh from hey it's uh, me and i i don't feel happy uh because maybe it's um, a medical condition maybe i just don't look good (laughs) today whatever it is and we don't see that um it can go much further out with the energy that we we are um uh are having and and the energy is not just how much energy you have to do things but more of uh how you uh, your uh body and mind um how do you say that the frequency on on the uh, where you are vibrating i think that's all yes. the proper term that i use for all this 
Um, yeah. But yes, that's how you pick up. If somebody is not feeling well sometimes or there's something wrong with somebody, we all have yeah. that, that we can say, okay, You're yeah, I, I noticed that. Yes, yes exactly. There, there is this term uh, that I've been talking about a lot recently that um, Dr. Stephen Porges, who developed the polyvagal theory, um, I, you know, created, he called it neuroception. And the, the idea behind that is that we are always, our nervous system is designed to constantly check for safety around us. Yeah. Right? So when we are in a, in a room with, with another person who is, first of all, if we are feeling unsafe and if we are feeling triggered and, um, you know, defensive and all of that, then other people pick up on it um the, the, then then the interaction becomes um offensive and defensive if we are able to recognize that we are feeling unsafe and use some of the maybe even go away and come back you know do do this short um, self embodying meditation hold yourself allow yourself space to to be who you are in the moment and allow the other person to be whoever he or she is uh, is being in the moment the whole atmosphere changes because everyone then feels safe nobody's feeling judged and then we are able to be much more productive in in what we achieve with each other um so it's they're incredibly important things which we are never taught <laughs> in no. school um, but we ought to be teaching our children and um, which is another passion of mine, but it is, um, it, I, I just really encourage your listeners to, um, to look into my book, to, to come to my website, to book a call, um, because I know I would love to be able to do what I did for my friend. Yeah. For Yes, for sure. Um, I think uh, quite a few of us will benefit of having that kind of conversation, going deep uh, and find out, hey, what is it that is uh, limiting me in uh, to be the the power, person that I want to be, to, to feel empowered and to feel uh, happy and uh, yeah, to be able to live that life that we uh, really want to live because we all carry that baggage along with us from the past 50 or 60 years. And sometimes it's childhood experiences, sometimes are things from uh, professional life or relationships that, uh, uh, that we have and that we are thinking of as something that... Uh, uh, yeah, only happened to us, and it is the truth. So, um, yeah, it uh, it is a, a belief that we make for ourselves, um, but it doesn't have to to be that belief forever, isn't it? So we can yes, change absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, when you are talking about meditation um with people is there a connection between um how we look 
and 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 stress or is uh um yeah do you think i absolutely think so because i think our the the our energy affects the way we look much more than anything else um so when we are at peace and when we are not stressed and when we are in love with ourselves those moments we radiate that into the world and that is reflected in in what people see in you people you know it's it's much less your physical features that people are pulling on like we were just talking about mm-hmm. it's yeah. much more what energy are you projecting and when you begin to get into the space more and more often of a sense of calm a sense of welcoming yourself a sense of feeling that you are worthy then it becomes much easier for other people to see your value and to see you shining and it also then gives them the permission right it, when we shine we are also giving other people permission to shine their best light so absolutely i think it affects the way you look um i suspect there are enough studies out there that tell you how uh, being less stressed you know affects your wrinkles and your, and your all, <laughs> yes. all aspects of your body yeah but i think it's much more than that i think it is it is a question of what energy are you projecting uh, because you're not feeling stressed and because you're at peace with yourself and that is invaluable that is something that no amount of um, botox or plastic surgery can get you you know that's so true um we often look for things outside of ourselves things that we can put on ourselves sometimes it's it's just a lipstick or yeah. a nice blouse or something that makes us feel good but more often um being at peace with yourself and uh having the feeling that you are good the way you are is really what makes you uh makes you you use the word shine and i love that word because that's what we really are all here to do to shine our light uh in our community and the community for you can be just your family and yeah. that is the the perfect place to shine your light and there's other people who have different ideas like me who wants to shine a bigger light but it yeah. doesn't mean that when you don't have that aspiration there's something wrong with you you still can be a happy person and you can impact people that that cost yeah. your life so and that's the, the most uh, important and 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 beautiful thing in life that everybody that you talk to that you look at that you smile at are people that you can impact isn't it absolutely absolutely yeah. your sphere of influence is much wider than we realize actually yeah exactly exactly i have a curious question here that i'm not 100% sure of how i should ask that but i read something about um when you were talking about meditating and and different 
uh, teachers who teach us meditation. There are many ways of doing meditations. Mm -hmm. um, so, but you are mentioning something that some of them will not mention a specific topic. Um, mm -hmm. So the topic you call it is adding truthfully. Can you explain to me and our listeners what you mean with that and why that is so important? Adding truthfully? Yeah. Um. I, like I said, you know, that's what I've been saying uh, throughout this conversation, right? When we are, why do we come to peace when we meditate? We become, I mean, physiologically, there are changes. Our breathing slows down. Our heart rate becomes, you know, it, it gets better. The heart rate variability increases. All of those physiological changes happen. But then we also, in that space of physiological calm, we are then able to get to know ourselves better. Okay. When we know ourselves better and we are able to be more truthful to ourselves about what is what we like about ourselves and what we don't like about ourselves, and then then we are able to then look at the parts of us that we don't like about ourselves and and love them anyway and so but you need that degree of truth telling to yourself in order to be able to get to that space i don't know if that answered your question but yes 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 that's kind of summarizing what we talked about <laughs> during yeah. this uh, this podcast it's just it, it piqued my interest, you know, adding truthfully. And I was trying to think of what you could mean with that. So now I know, um, yes, uh, indeed, when we have uh, calmness, when we have the possibility to um, reflect on ourselves, we will have to think about us and the things that we like and dislike about ourselves. And mm -hmm. so we need to be able to be honest with ourselves and, and say, okay, this is the truth. It happened or it didn't happen or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, um, many of us avoid that and have difficulties to go that um, maybe intimate with themselves about their feelings, about their uh beliefs and um ideas that i have so yes loving yourself is the best makeover is there absolutely absolutely yes so that is uh what meditation uh can help the listener with uh, everybody who is uh, looking into how can they improve their life and not just uh, with regards to uh, relieving stress, uh, but also uh, their overall health and their well-being, their mental well-being, emotional well-being will improve if you really start to do uh, meditation on a regular basis. So um, 
do does the listener have to have a special place to do this um is there a, a special form of meditation that you can say okay if i was starting or have to tell somebody to start what would it be how would you say what is the the easier way to start meditating um i would actually uh, uh, recommend that they come and talk to me uh, <laughs> i have three, three uh, meditations on my website that they can access um it, i do believe that getting into your body and becoming present in your body is the best way to to get to a sense of peace quickly um and and so you don't need a special space you can do this uh, this technique that i teach in the in the restroom um it it you know it it only takes about 5 to 6 minutes to get there you just do a body scan and then become aware of that core of your being and then go from there okay okay and to say uh, the whole meditation practice is about 5 minutes wow that's yeah, you can uh, get there in 5 to yeah 5 to okay. 8 minutes that's uh, that's fairly quick to get into a different state uh, yes. of being um that is uh, especially while you say okay um it's so short and you can do it almost anywhere where you you feel um private in a way i guess um mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to be that you have to hold a sanctuary a whole desk with uh, candles and uh, and, and other items to uh, make it um, more enticing to to sit down and to meditate. You, it, as long as it is a place where you are quiet, uh, I guess that that's the main yeah. Yeah. Uh, requirement, really, that uh, no disturbances of people or dogs or whatever is in the house. Um yeah, that that is the uh, the best place to do this. So um, I I am always amazed how time flies when I'm talking to guests on my podcast. So you just mentioned your website. So and you have um, you said some free meditations there, and and people uh, can get in touch with you. Can you explain to them uh, how that goes? Their, your website. I will put it in the in the link or in the description. But maybe just mention it here in uh, at the end of our podcast. How can the listener get in touch with you? Yeah, my my website is called freeingourselves.com. Um, and if you go there, you can book an hour long session that I call Clarity Strategy Action Session where I, we talk about how these uh, techniques can help you. Um, and I also actually appear on Instagram every Thursday evenings at seven. Uh, that's just a free um, Instagram live where I either do a meditation or a tapping, or I just talk about something that, that is associated with that. So um, I have a Facebook page called freeingourselves.com. So there are multiple ways in which you can get in touch with me. And um, I would urge you to do that. This is useful work. It's not only useful work, it's important work for, for all of us to do, to bring greater sense of peace to ourselves and 
also to the world around us. So oh yes, for sure, for sure. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad you're mentioning Instagram. Um, I have an Instagram account, but I'm not really on it a lot. But I I also wanted to mention that you are or you did publish a book, isn't it? Uh, about yes, meditation. I have a book. Yeah, yeah, I have a book called More Than Peace: Power and Presence Through Meditation. Um, yeah. It's available um, on Amazon. It's Barnes and Noble. Uh, it it has all of the ten meditations that that I have developed uh, for various emotions in there. Um, it also has anecdotes from my life where I experienced the different emotions and how they felt in my body. It's kind of a book slash journal. Um, yeah, that it is. Um, so um, that is available for people to buy too. And the meditations themselves are available to buy the the, the videos um, as well. If if people go through the book and find that it's you know reading a meditation is not the most effective way to do it. No. Uh, so there are videos available that 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 you can use to guide you through these um, really profound uh, meditations. Okay. Nice. Nice. Thank you. I didn't know about the videos. Uh, to go with your book, but that definitely uh, will help uh, many uh, people because um, yeah, the majority of us just reading is not the same as um, listening to something mm -hmm. while you can either close your eyes and do a body scan or visualization or a breathing technique, whatever it is that you are focusing on for your meditation. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that. So I thank you so much for being on this talk show today with me, Bri, and, and explaining to us uh, the, um, the impact that a meditation can have on our well-being and how we live our life and the, uh, how we can influence other people's life as well. I love that. Thank you so much, uh, Maria, for having me on. This has been a, an, an incredibly uh, fun conversation and, and uh, deep. So I hope your listeners enjoyed as much as I did. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I learned uh, a few new things. And that's, uh, ho I hope that our listeners have the same. And if they are curious how to get in touch with you, we, you just mentioned it. And it will be in the, in the description of the podcast. So thank you for listening and uh, he, what we were talking about today. I hope that it somehow resonated with you, listeners, ladies around the world, and that you are able to use some of that, what we talked about for yourself in your next chapter of life. So um, I will be back in a month's time. It's always on the last Wednesday of the month that a new show is available. So if you have any questions or if you have any suggestions for a topic that you say, hey, I wish Maria would talk about that. 
then please feel free to email me at maria at blissful-retirement.com and I will uh, answer you, of course, and uh, I will also uh, look for a, an uh, expert who can talk about a topic that you are suggesting. And if you are indeed still um, not yet retired, but you have challenges in how to envision that next chapter in life, or maybe you retired and you're not happy uh, what you're doing, um, then please join me in my 90-day group program that is starting in April. And you can get information the same way by emailing me at maria at blissful-retirement.com. Thank you all and have a great day. Till next time. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement. <laughs>